Shalom, dearest brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome to this week's episode of Midweek with the Saints. Today, we're going to take a look at the life of Saint Philip Neri. Saint Philip Neri lived in the 16th century, and when he was merely 18 years old, he moved from his hometown to the city of Rome. When he arrived in Rome in the year 1527, the church there found herself in a diminished state. You know, it was diminished by what? The scandal and clerical worldliness that was going on. They struggled to respond to the Protestant Reformation that was going on in the 16th century. We all know about that, Martin Luther, etc. And also the decadence of the Renaissance. You know, reports tell us this. He reached in Rome at a state when it was desperate, in a state where it was just dark. But the Holy Spirit brought him there for a specific reason. And he was moved with compassion and pity for the state of the Church of Rome. And God placed in his heart a desire to make a change there. So he used to spend a lot of time. Yes, on one hand, his profession was a tutor. He was teaching others. But he spent a lot of time praying. And he used to go to the catacombs and he used to pray for the intercessions of the saints and the martyrs who have gone before us to intercede for the city of Rome. And I would like to share with all of you this interesting story and I read. On the vigil of Pentecost 1544, while fervent in prayer to the Holy Spirit, Philip was overcome by the force of the Spirit and he saw a ball of fire enter through his mouth and lodge in his heart. The intensity of this flame of God's love caused him to cry out, Enough, Lord, enough. I cannot take any more. It was an experience comparable to the stigmata of St. Francis and its effects were similarly permanent. The Holy Spirit ruled his entire life. St. Philip Neri faithfully prayed by the catacombs for the intercessions of saints, etc., from the years 1527 till 1544. One day while he was praying to the Holy Spirit for a fresh outpouring on the eve of Pentecost, the vigil of Pentecost in 1544, he experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit, another infilling of the Holy Spirit. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is a constant infilling that you and I can seek for each and every day. They are new every morning. New graces that God wants to pour into our hearts and into our lives. You know, St. Philip Neri experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And after that, it is a very interesting story indeed. For the rest of his life, a warmth radiated from Philip's heart. So strong that he was known to go out with his cassock unbuttoned in the middle of winter. Troubled souls were come by merely laying their head to rest against his chest. There was divine heat coming forth from his heart. That when there were troubled souls around him, those lonely, desperate, depressed, anxious, etc. All they needed to do was hug St. Philip Neri and place their heads against his chest. Now, what else did St. Philip Neri do? He did a lot of things. He went on to become a priest after this conversion experience, after this mystical experience where I shared earlier in 1544 on the Vigil of Pentecost. He saw a ball of fire enter through his mouth and lodge into his heart. He went on to become a priest and ultimately he founded the Congregation of the Auditory, today known as the Auditory of St. Philip Neri. And boy, oh boy, he has made such an impact in the Catholic Church. 
throughout these years, throughout these decades, throughout these centuries. Now, it was not only St. Philip Neri who experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but each and every saint and martyr before him and after him as well experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You know, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, St. John the Baptist says this, I baptize you with water for repentance, but one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to carry his sandals. I'm not worthy to even untie his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. What happened to Philip Neri on the vision of Pentecost in 1544 was the baptism with the Holy Spirit and fire by Jesus Christ. What happened throughout the lives of the many saints we have looked at in the episodes 1 to 32 is that they at some point of their lives experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now the church teaches us that the communion of saints is yes on one hand the heavenly saints who have gone before us. There are the canonized saints and the other saints that are not officially canonized but the holy souls in heaven. And also, the communion of saints includes those of us who are on our earthly pilgrimage, who are abiding in the presence of the Lord daily and striving for sanctity, striving to rise unto greatness, to rise unto sainthood in Christ Jesus. Now, I would like to share with all of you my own experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The first time I experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of fire. But first, a little background story. You know, in the year 2009, I went for a simple ear operation. And after the operation, I went through some complications. And to make a long story short, I was first not able to walk. Then I wasn't able to stand. Then I wasn't able to sit or even lie down. I had to be placed at a certain 45 degree angle. This was because I would go into spasms if I made the slightest of physical movements. I had spasms on the whole right side of my body. Spasms are jerking-like movements that are involuntary. And I went from doctor, or rather, my parents brought me from doctor to doctor, hospital to hospital in Malaysia and even in Singapore. Ultimately, tests were sent to the United States of America. They were conducted and they found out that my case was so rare, it was a one in a million. And they had to do more experiments to find a cure, to come up with a cure to treat me. Now, all this started to happen in 2009. I've been through a lot of hospitals in this country, Malaysia, and our neighboring country, Singapore. But the worst point of my bedridden episode was in 2010, a year later. And what happened was this. I woke up one morning and I had difficulties breathing. I was rushed to the hospital and I was placed in ICU for an entire week. And every time I closed my eyes, I saw this pitch black darkness that I never saw before and I have not seen till this very day. And when I saw this pitch black darkness, and when I could feel my body failing me, I just knew that I was dying. Nobody had to tell me I was dying. My doctors didn't tell me, my family didn't tell me, but I knew my body, and I knew my body was failing me, and I was dying. But God, in His mercy and compassion, brought me out of that near-death experience. I was in ICU for that one week where I knew I was dying, but I started to improve, and I was moved to the normal ward where I was there for another month. And I continued to be in and out of hospital for about another year. Now, in 2011, October 13, 2011, the feast of Our Lady of Fatima, my dearest grandmother passed away. And I was devastated. I was thinking, God, why would you take away my own grandmother at such a trying time like this when I cannot walk? I need her now more than ever. She was my family's pillar of strength. But little did I know that this was all part of God's big plan. 
because less than three months later, on New Year's Day 2012, at 3.05 p.m., the hour of mercy, when I closed my eyes, I saw this bright divine light that I had never seen before. And I knew that this divine light was Jesus Christ. And my heart was burning within me when I saw Jesus in his glorious light, in dazzling white, my heart was burning within me. And I experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Right in front of that layer of light, Jesus in dazzling white, I saw my late grandmother who placed her hand on my head. And when I opened my eyes, I saw that my hand that was clawed like this for two and a half years just started to open up in slow motion like the movies. My toe that was upright went back to normal. And the pain that I had on the whole right side of my body, I used to be given drugs like morphine, etc. to just deal with the pain, was lifted off me. The pain was lifted off me like a layer. And I stood up and I walked to the altar in my hall, in my house, and I gave glory to God. Later on, I found out from my uncle that my grandmother on her deathbed, a couple of days before she died, told my doctor and my uncle, that when she dies and when she goes to heaven, she would ask Jesus to heal her grandson. She did that in less than three months. Coming back to the experience of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, when I saw that light, I knew it was Jesus. And when I met Jesus, Jesus set my heart on fire with the Holy Spirit. And when I stood up and I walked and I gave glory to God, there was this one desire in my heart to bring the good news of Jesus Christ to the ends of the earth. Now, if you want to know more about my testimony, you can check out this other video which I posted, a testimony video which I posted some time ago by clicking on the link up here. And I would just like to encourage all of you, my brothers and sisters in Christ, St. Philip Neri experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. All the saints and martyrs that we have looked at in the past 32 episodes experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I have experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Many have experienced the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But the good news is this. Contrary to the baptism of water, it is not a one-off experience. It is a constant infilling. So if you have experienced it before, the door is open for you to experience it again. To be renewed in the Spirit. And it's simple. If you haven't experienced it before and you want to experience an infilling of the Holy Spirit, all you have to do is to stand on your identity as a son or daughter of God and claim Jesus' promises in scriptures. Luke chapter 11, 13, which says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Just ask your heavenly Father for the gift of the Holy Spirit and He will give it to you. He will give you the Holy Spirit. He will baptize you with fire. Indeed, we will be baptized with the Holy Spirit as long as we desire it and we ask for it. We ask the Father for it in the name of Jesus Christ, His Son. Uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ, it's been a wonderful journey for each and every one of you as we explore the lives of the saints across these 33 episodes. This is the last thing that I leave you with. This final takeaway for all of you. Yes, today will be the last episode of Mirik with the Saints. And I leave you with this. The key to sainthood, that turning point that all of the saints experienced at some point of their lives that set them on fire 
for the faith, for the gospel of Jesus Christ. The turning point that made the martyrs even willing to die for the faith was the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Each and every saint experienced Jesus in a personal encounter, an authentic experience. And when they saw Jesus, their hearts were set aflame. They were baptized with fire. So may all the saints and martyrs intercede for us and pray with us as we ask for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit over our lives, even here and now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we ask right now with expectant faith that in the name of Jesus Christ, your Son, you will send forth your Holy Spirit to breathe new life into us, to set us on fire, to help us discover your true call over our lives, to grant us the ability to live out this call daily, consistently, and faithfully. Come, Holy Spirit, and renew your wonders in this our day as by a new Pentecost. Saint Philip Neri, you experienced a powerful encounter with the Holy Spirit as you saw a fireball come through your mouth and lodge into your heart. Help us to experience the baptism of fire even right now. All ye heavenly saints and souls who have gone before us, pray and intercede for us who are on our earthly pilgrimage to experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit even right now. For those who haven't experienced it before, may this be our first experience. For those who have experienced it before, may this be a new experience. For there are new every morning. Our God is a living God. You are a living God of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Some of you are feeling a tingling sensation along your spine. Some of you are feeling a warmth on your hands. Some of you are feeling a gentle breeze in your room. Some of you are feeling unspeakable joy. There are various manifestations that take place, that could take place when one experiences the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You will know it in your heart as you receive now this new anointing, this new infilling, a fresh and a new. You will know it with conviction in your heart when you experience it. Come Holy Spirit, come. Fill us right now. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My dearest brothers and sisters in Christ, today this is the last episode of Midweek with the Saints, episode 33. And as I mentioned earlier, I leave all of you with this. This secret that all of the saints experience, open secret rather, all of the saints experience the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Baptism of fire. So I leave you with this. In order to go on the new evangelization, we need to first experience the new Pentecost. It was around end of June or early July that I felt the Holy Spirit prompting me to stop the Midweek with the Saints episode at episode 33. And around the time where I finally accepted the prompting of the Holy Spirit to stop at episode 33, the Lord was gracious in opening doors for me in ministry for the next season. So as I step into this next season in ministry, I ask that you keep me in prayers. This is related to what I shared in this episode, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'll be taking a more active role in CARIS, which is the service body for the charismatic renewal. And one of the main objectives of CARIS is to promote the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I'll be dedicating more time and energy to that ministry. And I ask that each one of you keep me in your prayers. 
So before we end, I would also like to inform you that the monthly sessions with MoveHute will go on on every third Wednesday of the month. So next week's session is on on MoveHute exclusively on Zoom. It is a live two-hour session from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. on the third Wednesdays of every month, Malaysian time. So please join us by either scanning this QR code or clicking the link in the description box below. I would like to also ask all of you, my men, men of God, my brothers in Christ, please join us, the Seeds Ministry, for the St. Joseph Virtual Conference for Young Men. All young men aged 13 to 35, come and join us for this event. To find out more about this event, scan this QR code and go to the Eventbrite page and find out more. Last but not least, my dearest brothers and sisters in Christ, please go and check out Amanda Lee's website, City on a Hill. She is the one who designed this beautiful illustration of St. Philip Mary and she has a ton of Catholic merchandise available. So scan this QR code or click the description link below and go to her website. And when you are at her website, if you choose to buy anything, please use the coupon code MWTS5. Oh wait, one more last, last announcement. So to get more updates on upcoming events for youth, charismatic events, etc., I'd like to ask all of you to follow the social media accounts of the ministry I belong to, the seats. So if you want to get updates on the St. Joseph Virtual Conference, updates on the monthly sessions on MoveFuse platforms, please follow the seats account and also all the upcoming events under Carries, which I'll be part of from today onwards. Please click on the description link below that leads to all the seats social media accounts or scan this QR code. Until next week, I mean, this is the last episode. So until next time, my dearest brothers and sisters in Christ who have been part of this journey, take care and God bless.